The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father bomb and the holy toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson, uh, guest Charlie Clawson, Justin Hamilton. Is here, and we have to start this episode, Justin. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll put these two out together. They'll be in a row, okay? Because the last one and this one, because uh, in typical uh, faux fop style, yes, we started a conversation and didn't finish it. We didn't even get close to coming back to it. No, I wanted to know if you imagined yourself at fifty and sixty and seventy. Yeah, do you? <laughs> <laughs> The end. <laughs> I'm glad it's you... a short podcast, but I'm glad we came back. One point two megs. You should be happy about that. It's good on your download. Uh, no, I I do, and, and I'm trying to uh, trying to plan for it as well because there was a point where I I think if I had continued on my eating spree, I may have because I I continue to eat like I'm a teenager. What do you mean by that? I eat heaps. And I love it. You eat it. quickly. I eat, ah, oh, look, because you never know, because someone might steal it. I am. By the way, I'm an only eat, child. Right. <laughs> that makes no sense. You eat like you're in a family of 15. In a previous life, I was a lion. <laughs> and I I'm, was out in Africa, and you'd have to eat your stuff quickly. I have seen you buy a chocolate bar. Don't be like we've this. Been, we've been in the chocolate bar shop together. Yes. Well, like the 7 Eleven or whatever, you know, yeah. the, the corner store, buying a chocolate bar. Wherever they sell it. And by the time. <laughs> Got, Guy on the street, don't yeah. care. I don't like. I you got I chocolate, mate. I don't look down my nose. <laughs> no, like wherever it is, I will buy it uh, and, and eat it. And I will be out of the shop, and you've got the whole bar in your mouth. Uh, look, sometimes like you shove the whole bar in your mouth, but that's to make you laugh because it's, <laughs> it's it's funny to see me not be able to breathe while walking. <laughs> but sometimes I just do it because I can, <laughs> and I'm a little bit terrified. Because I'm like, if I buy a chocolate bar, I will last. I will make that last for the entire, like as long as I can. Yeah, because I want to like go. No, but I'm the same. I just make it last as long as the chew. <laughs> you're like the you're like the Charlie Sheen. Like <laughs> yes. some people, like Winning. Charlie, just calm down. No, there'll be still be hookers around when you're seventy. Yeah, they're not they're not outlawing it. Yeah, I, in fact, I think it's already illegal. <laughs> Look, I'm pretty certain I read something where the cocoa is running out, and that's why I'm oh, getting it. Charlie's in. just got. <laughs> Oh, you've got to get the chocolate bars up Yeah, because yeah, one day it won't be around anymore. Yeah. Here's, well, one of my when, when I was living with my ex-girlfriend, uh, I had told her, <laughs> she'd asked me what one of my dreams was. And I said, one of my dreams is to walk down Brunswick Street, where I live yep. in Melbourne, and eat a block of chocolate like just as I'm walking down the street, like like a proper block with the right. alpha ripped off. Like People would eat a bar, right. but I'll just walk down the street eating a block. But not even snapping it off, just nah. like in your mouth. Yeah, and I did that, and I felt fucking great. I felt like... <laughs> I had really achieved something, and uh, in my girl- ex girlfriend's defence, she thought it was hilarious as well. Two days later, I'm walking down Brunswick Street, feeling pretty good about myself because I ticked a box. Well, because you can do that. That's yeah. the thing about those sort of dreams is that often we talk about these things like, "Oh, my dream is to eat an entire block of chocolate as I walk down the street." Yeah, 
You can do that dream. Yeah. You can make that dream come true yep. today. Just aim you low. You can write a book about it in six months. I should write a book about it because it ends in tragedy. Because well, as, as I was walking down Here the street, <laughs> two days later, walking, uh, coming towards me was a woman eating a complete uncut loaf of bread. <laughs> and I thought, wow, uh, she has topped it. Yeah, I see you and raise you. Yeah. You were the talk of Brunswick Street for three days. Two. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good two days. <laughs> I don't want to get upset about it, but I was, I was somebody. The next, but you know what the thing was? Ironically <laughs> enough for her, she thought she was queen of all Brunswick Street. Yeah. But the next guy, uh, next day, a guy went down the street uh, wheeling a pick on a spit. Oh, just taking bites out of it. <laughs> was, it was, I looked at her and I said, "Look, if you want to talk about it, I can relate to this whole right. story. You can start a support group." <laughs> what I was furious about was that nobody stopped her in the street and said, "Hey." Aye. Two days ago, Hamo did this with a block of chocolate. Yeah. Like, it was like the second thing came along and right. became more popular. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Anyway, I love eating. You were the Pixies and she was Nirvana. Without a doubt. Right. I was Frank Black. <laughs> chocolate. She gave you... She gave... <laughs> 70% cocoa is running out. <laughs> can't believe that Frank Black has never had an, a, like a, a line of Frank Black chocolate. Yeah, 70% cocoa. Yeah. It would be good for you. The doctors would... Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't always enjoy it, but you'd always know that you're like, yeah, no, this is how chocolate's meant to be. Yes. <laughs> you, you would know that this chocolate is true, even if you think, oh, I wouldn't mind that sweeter one over yeah. there. <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of other 40-year-olds all standing around going, yeah, Frank Black chocolate? Yeah, Frank Black yeah. chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> Oh, I wish I could have some of that Jack White chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's quite nice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the um, so because I used to like eat a tub of ice cream in twenty minutes when I was a kid. What do you mean a tub? Like a Baskin and Robbins style tub? No, like no, and Jerry's tub. Like, like what would you call it? Like a, a square tub. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that big. And a family tub, like a family a, tub. It was it like Neapolitan that sort of thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what so I do? Is, chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Yeah. And then we'd have nothing 20 minutes later. What I'd do is I'd just like take a layer off and then you think, well, I better even this right. up. So you would eat them all as like, would you eat like chocolate, strawberry, vanilla together? Or you, would you be a person who was like, I'm going to go chocolate first and then I'll get to the vanilla and then I'll just leave the strawberry by itself? Or would, how would you go about eating your, cho- eating your ice cream? I don't want to talk it up. It was jazz. I was just making it you up as I went along. It, as you went. it was always the same result. Yeah. It was quite clearly the same thing that I was doing. But sometimes I'd just go chocolate, and then I'd hit strawberry, and then I'd finish with the vanilla, and then sometimes I'd mix that shit up. Yeah, right. I didn't care. Nice. No one else was doing You're it. Like a maverick. Everyone else used to like share it with their family, yeah. but I was taking it somewhere right. that it just didn't need to go. <laughs> they would talk about you in the neighbourhood. You know, he's a Neapolitan maverick. Yeah, he is. A, he is out of control. Right. He uh, he doesn't wait. You for didn't the put family. ice magic on top of your ice cream. You put ice maverick. Ice maverick. <laughs> oh my lord! I did. You know, I used to put cream on ice cream. Oh, so then when it sets, do you yes. mean that sort of thing? So yes. you pour the cream on top of the ice cream. Yeah. And then it goes hard. Yes. And then you eat the ice cream and cream at the same time. Yes. I. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. I read about it on the... <laughs> Certainly it would be weird if you then ate the cream off the top of the ice cream while it was still hard yeah. and then poured more cream on the ice cream. Right. And hope that it, I mean... 
Like you, I don't even know if that's possible. No, it is. <laughs> you know it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but maybe some quick, put all some Milo over oh, the top. Because okay. then what you would do yeah. is Milo you, for me more than quick. Right. Yes. I'm a Milo fan. Yeah. People have talked to me, heard me talk before about the one night where I had nothing to eat at home, <laughs> yes. and I made uh, a Milo cream paste out of the cream of Milo, and uh, called it Hilo. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah, it Honestly, sounds... it was one of the best things I've ever eaten. Two best things I've ever eaten in my life, and one of them caused you to have a car accident. Uh, one is <laughs> one is <laughs> one is high low, which was so delicious that my head almost imploded. Oh my god! Like I've stopped myself from ever buying cream and Milo specifically to make high low because I know that I'm opening a fucking door. A high low can never, of worms. I will never be able to come back from it. You won't. It's come like back. the final scene of Indiana Jones, and I've drunk from the fucking wrong cup, and shit is about to go wrong. <laughs> like, you, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up something from the past here. You get ready for this. Do you remember? I can't remember where we were. We we're in Queensland. Do you remember those pasties that we bought with Heather Ruck? Uh, Sunshine Coast. Oh, my God. So, we were on our way. I remember this fondly. <laughs> I know the exact moment you're talking about. We were driving to the Sunshine Coast, and it was next to Australia Land or Australia yes. World. Or yes. The, uh, I need to point out, we were in Australia. Yes. And there was a place called, was it Aussie World? Aussie World, or there was a, right, it was, it was a fake pub, wasn't it? Uh, no, so the Edamoga pub is there. Yeah. And but, we can talk about the Edamoga pub, but also it was next to something called Aussie World or Aussie, Aussie Anyway, you talk about the pasties and then we'll, uh, and I'll find out. Anyway, we, we, we'd been on the road for a while with, uh, with our tour manager, Heather Ruck, Rucky, and we were uh, uh, stopping for a snack. Had you, I don't think we'd eaten there before. We just stopped at random. It was like, I'm pretty certain God caressed our bumper <laughs> into the right direction. That is also, ironically, a great bumper sticker. God, <laughs> caress my bumper. <laughs> or it could be read as, God, caress my bumper. Oh, yeah, either way. <laughs> it still works. It's, a, it's an ambidextrous bumper sticker. And uh, we went in, and I remember, like, look, I don't want to talk this up, but I remember no, walking in up. I, and I feeling... Feel like it's worth it. I, I felt, I, I felt a, a confidence and calmness that we were about to eat something delicious. Oh, my God. And it was even better than that. It was like uh, when I met the Dalai Lama. Clang. I. Uh, <laughs> is, sorry. Uh, uh, is that his name? <laughs> uh, the Dalai Lama. Clang. His first name's The. Oh, right. His last name's Clang. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, okay. I can pronounce Dalai Lama. <laughs> right. Okay. I always wondered. Uh, when I met uh, the Dalai Lama, His Holiness the Dalai Lama, I have spoken before about the idea that I don't believe in God myself. But when I met him, uh, I was overcome with a feeling of of peace and tranquility, <laughs> unlike that I've ever experienced before in my life. And yeah. I, I don't know how to explain that, but there was something like that. The only time that I've ever come close to that is walking <laughs> in the doors of that bakery <laughs> in the shadow of the Edamoga pub in Aussie World. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine, like, if they turned Aussie World into Westworld? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of robotic Aussies just wandering about. All right. Anyway, so uh, this this yeah. uh, uh, and it. Do you remember what was in it exactly? There was uh there was was there broccoli in it? So I think it wasn't a, like a yeah. It was like a cheese. It was kind of like a cheese. So it was like a cheese and broccoli style pasty. 
with yeah. with cheese on top. Right. So much like you might get a like a spanakopita, like which is cheese and spinach, right? Yes. Or you might get like a cheese and spinach roll. Yeah. It was like that, but it was kind of like a cheese and broccoli pasty. Oh Lord. It Jesus, was, Christ. It was, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus. I go say, can I hear a Jesus? <laughs> Hello me. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> my favorite deity of all time. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, I found some information about. <laughs> you definitely uh, go to communion. Imagine Jesus with wafers. <laughs> I mean, well, it's perfect for communion. <laughs> He's perfect. Because you've already got a wafer and you've got red wine. Yes. What goes better with Jesus' body and blood yes. than some Jesus? <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you want to get... I mean, I'm not in the business of giving advice to churches, but if you're listening in, yeah, here's some advice. Big fans of the show. <laughs> Replace Jesus with Jesus. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. And then you get the body... Yep. The cheese and the wine. Yes. People will flock back to church. I will turn up. Right? I will I will snack the shit out of Sunday. <laughs> and they'll be like, what about, is it like the original Jesus where he has holes in his side? And you're like, oh, no, that's just Swiss cheeses. Swiss cheeses. <laughs> you can have all different types of cheeses. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the record's skipping. Who's that French guy in the beret? Oh, that's camembert cheeses. Cheeses. <laughs> Who's that old cheeses over there? That's blue vein cheeses. <laughs> I used the porn star. Who's that guy fucking that other person? Oh, that's blue vein cheeses. <laughs> oh, blue vein cheeses. <laughs> oh, no. Now he's soft cheeses. <laughs> oh, no. He's hard cheeses again now. Oh, Lord. He's crumbly cheeses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, crumbly cheeses. They're such good. You know what they are as oh, well. Hello, cream cheeses. If people don't like, to, if people don't like to swear, they can take this as well. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if they want to, if that, but instead of saying you don't ducking use, hell or something, yeah, you like don't want to use the Lord's wine. This could be our fracking. Yes. Ah, like our. Jesus. This is our. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Right. Jesus. Shit. Jesus. Shit. That's perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jesus hates Christ. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> And now the new band from the 80s, Jesus Jones. Oh, Jesus Jones. Oh, no, sorry. Jesus and the Mary Jane. Jesus and the Mary Jane. Oh, I love Jesus and the Mary oh, Jane. Do you know what I enjoy, actually? Those sweet baby cheeses. Oh, that's the only time it's okay to say that. Oh, I love the baby cheeses. Oh, my Lord. Yep. wish we had some cheese. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we had those pasties. Uh, so, okay, uh, I found information on, on, on Aussie World and the Enamoga Pub. Oh, great. So, uh, this is from the Aussie World website. So, now I need to point out to people that this is in Australia. Yeah. And it's Aussie World. It's just in case you can't get enough Aussie in <laughs> Australia, you go to Aussie World. You're like, I know I'm already in Australia and I could just look around, but I don't want that. I, I want it all condensed into a theme park. Yeah. So, here's the question. It starts with a question. Well, it starts with a welcome. Do you know what the welcome is? Welcome, welcome to Aussie land. That just says welcome. I'll oh, just welcome. Keep it. Probably should have said g'day, mate, or something. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, right? How's it going, digger? 
<laughs> That's all one word. How's it going? G'day, dickhead. <laughs> um... <laughs> Imagine turning on the side. It says, "G'day, dickhead." Oh, you're like, this is Aussie world. Yeah, this is definitely this Aussie is world. Aussie as world. <laughs> uh, okay, are you looking for thrills and spills? Yes, you are. Oh, uh, not today. Okay, <laughs> then you've found it. Oh, yeah. Then you've found it all at Aussie World. Oh my lord! A slap bang in the middle of the Sunshine Coast on the Bruce Highway. What? Where else could you have Aussie World yeah. than on the fucking Bruce Highway, mate? Yeah. Fucking, my name's Bruce and I'm from fucking Australia and I've got my own fucking highway. Yeah. And that's where fucking Aussie World is next to the best fucking pasties yeah. you will ever taste. They've got fucking broccoli in them and yeah. they've, then they've got the fucking blood of the baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's so tasty. Jesus and broccoli. And their officers should be at uh, at, at Barry Crescent. <laughs> Also, one of my favourite <laughs> spies from the 60s, <laughs> Barry Crescent. Uh, okay, so you found it all on the Bruce Highway. There are rides that will get you soaked, exclamation mark. What does that mean? Is there like a like a ride that you can go into a, a, a wet t-shirt competition? No, 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 you ejaculate. Holy Literally, shit. Literally, the, wow. the rides are so good that you... Wow. Yeah, you ejaculate. Well, Mate, you'd sit men the, or women. You'd sit at, where would you sit? <laughs> That's a big question. Like, if you know that's going to happen, do you sit at... Well, that's a good point because, like, if you're on a water ride or whatever, you don't want to be sitting in the front seats because you get it all over your face. Yeah, I reckon I'd sit at the front because I because imagine the person at the back. They're just going to be going, oh, and it, and oh, and they'd also be thinking, I want to ejaculate, but they can't because every time they get close, they're, oh, there's another one in the eye. Uh, there are rides <laughs> that make you green and dizzy. Oh, well, that could also be the ones that you ejaculate on. Oh, green and dizzy. I don't, I don't know how that's... I'm not a, sure that's a big sell. No. Basically, so far, you're going to be wet, green, and dizzy. You could just go in the ocean, like, during a storm. Yeah. Uh, there are simulators. Ooh. There are simulators. Oh. And slides. Oh. Bumps. And coasters. Right. What's a simulator? Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Right. <laughs> I assume it's something... Makes you simulate that you're in Australia. That is like a real thing? Yeah. Like, I guess it's like, oh, mate, come over here. You can uh, get in a genuine uh, simulation of what it's like to be in a uh, kangaroo's pouch. Oh, right. Yeah, or you, oh, come over here, mate. You can uh, play a didgeridoo like a proper indigenous person. You can throw a 3D boomerang. Oh, right. Yeah, I reckon it's Aussie stuff. You can get into, like, behind the wheel of a car and pretend it's the 80s and drive drunk. You can uh, stand down the beach and just fucking wave your fist at some people and tell them to go back to where they came from. It's Aussie yeah. world, mate. That simulator's just a window. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little bit of political comedy here at Fofa. Uh And, of course, there's the Aussie charm of the Edamoga pub. Right. Oh, hang on. Has Aussie land already given up? Oh, yeah. They're two pars in. Should we... Should we... Maybe we should... Uh, with all the spare time we have, mm, maybe mm, we should mm, uh, mm. set out to sell Aussie world better. Maybe we could become their new publicists. I think we might be their only publicists. Right. Well, we're already halfway there then. <laughs> All right. Do you want to know about the Edamoga pub? I do. The Edamoga pub is a cartoon pub. Yeah. That's it's, weird. Yeah, it was built by the same guys that did the AHA film clip. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to pass the near a cartoon pub. The Edamoga pub is a cartoon pub that was featured in the now defunct Australasian Post magazine. Yes. 
The cartoonist Ken Maynard, loving empty spaces and having nothing around him, enjoyed an area just outside Albury at Tabletop named Edamoga, thus christening the name of his now-famous pub, the Edamoga Pub. The first Edamoga Pub of a chain of such pubs was built there, and copies now exist in various parts of Australia, including Sydney, the Sunshine Coast, and Canderdin. Maybe we need to go to the other two. That could be our new thing. I didn't realise the Edamoga Pub was a chain. No. It's, it's a like chain. Australia's Outback Jacks. It's... <laughs> well, what's it called? Outback Steakhouse, not yeah. Outback Jacks. That was that Paul Hogan movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where he opened an Outback Steakhouse in Australia. Couldn't understand why no one turned up. I'm selling Aussie. We are Aussie. <laughs> I've got Fosters. We don't drink it here. <laughs> you idiot. You're racist. <laughs> It's a chain of three as well. That's what I like about it. Yeah, and in a place that I've never heard of, Candidin. Yeah, that sounds like something that you get when you haven't cleaned the back of your foot properly. Oh, I've got Candidin. Yeah. Why are you limping? Because okay. of the Candidin. Oh, it's horrific. <laughs> Can't get rid of it. Oh. I had to throw away all my shoes. Yeah, that's the worst part about it. You'd have to throw away your docks that you've had for 15 years. I have had a, uh, well, I've got, I've got actually, well, I've got three pairs of Doc Martens at the moment. Right. I'll run you through them. <laughs> Uh, finally, 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 we get to the part of the podcast everyone was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> She's about to talk about the the shoes. The shoes. It's like the final series of Lost. Yes. So like, why does he never get old? <laughs> <laughs> Will it be revealed? Yeah, the big statue. It's your, your two big docks. Yeah. <laughs> What, did, comes what in did not Penny's docks mean? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. was that message? Not Penny's what did it mean? <laughs> yeah. Smokey's all green. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I have three pairs of Doc Martin boots. Yep. One of my high school Doc Martins that I wore when I was 17 years old to high school. So they are 22 years old. Yep. 22 years old, those Doc Martins. Uh, then I have a pair of Doc Martins uh, because I stopped buying uh, leather when I stopped eating meat. Um, so now I'll only ever buy secondhand leather. Uh, so Amy bought me a second-hand pair of Dot Martens that have big buckles on them, which are the ones I now wear in my show. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how old they are, but I've had them for – I'd say because they're second-hand, they're going to be like at least 10 years old. Yeah. But And from what they look like, but I've had them for about four years now myself. So yeah. maybe 10, 15 years old, those ones. And then I have a brand new pair that the ABC bought me as a present after one of the oh, series of Gruen. Right. And uh, actually, I have one other pair, which is my ABC pair, which I wear on the TV show, right. which have been worn uh, about 75 times for about two hours. Right. And I will tell you, if you want to know how long it takes you to wear in a pair of Doc Martens, if you're wearing them for only two hours on a television show, about 68 episodes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About episode 68, <laughs> six seasons in. You went... I was like, oh my God, these shoes are actually comfortable now. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, they're my Doc Martens. I, like, I often look out at my audience and I'm amazed by the fact that my shoes are older than some of the people who are in the audience. <laughs> yes. That's a... What's that? So, which brings us back to this age thing, because need, we need oh, to right. answer this, because if, yes. if we don't answer this, people will literally go crazy. So, yes. um, what are you like at 50? What are you like at 60? What are you like at 70? The 50, I'm, you know, I would be pretty happy physically. If I wasn't too far off this guy. Okay, cool. Which is, I know... What about your hair? How do you feel about your hair? Do, why? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I, hoping... I mean, because I am being... Like, I'm wearing a cap right now. Yeah. But as you can see from the sides, I'm getting my hair cut uh, a couple of days from now. And as you can see from the bits of the poking out of the sides, like, 
I've always done my hair. Like, I've done my hair for the last 20 years. All different yeah. colours. You know, anyone who's seen the Best of the Glass House DVD knows that. Yeah. Amy's favourite game. Flipping through the scenes. Looking at my stupid haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I've always done my hair. But now, even in between every three weeks when I get my hair cut and it being dyed, like, the sides of my hair are pretty grey. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I'm only about to turn 40. And, like, I imagine if I just let my hair grow out, it would be... It'd be pretty great. Yeah. Do you, do you, where do you reckon it'd be compared to mine? Do you reckon it'd be... I think I'd be greyer than you. Yeah. 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 Just looking at the sides there. Yeah. Um, so th- that's the only reason I ask because yeah. that's the thing that I look at and go, oh, like, okay, it's gone grey. Yeah. Uh, am I going to start losing it? When am I going to start losing it? What am yeah. I going to do about that? I know. And you've lost some of your hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's thinned out a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's thinned out enough that I still have it at the front of the head. But if I don't get my hair cut, uh, like I'm getting my hair cut Thursday, and uh, which is two days from now, uh, just in case anyone wants to know when to catch up with me. And you can see it started to get old man fluffy. <laughs> I'm also getting my hair cut on Thursday. Uh, that's because our um, haircut cycles have gone in sync because we've spent so much time together. So much time together. That's <laughs> People uh, don't know, but that's what happens. But, uh, you no, know, but you haven't had to make any decisions yet. No. Like, I saw Jude Law on Graham Norton the other night. Right. And Jude Law's made a decision. Yeah. Jude Law's made the decision of, like, you know what? I fucking look like Phil Collins. Yeah. And I'm just going to have to fucking show you that. When I'm in movies, I'm going to wear a wig because I'm yeah. playing a character. Yeah. But in real life, there's it's a done. little bit of my hair that is an island. Yes. Like, he has Australia head. Yes. Like, he has Tasmania floating up the fucking front. Yeah. And then he has the rest of it down the back. Yeah. And that's one of those things where you're like, I, I was covering it up. And now I'm just like, well, fucking, this is what my head looks like. Yeah. And it's not his fault. He's like, I don't judge. I mean, it's such a weird thing losing your hair because for men it is, it feels like such a big deal. Yeah. But it's not like you can do anything about it. No. you gotta, you got to do the, you got to go the full legacy. Remember Andre had, he, he was wearing wigs while he was playing and then just went, I've just got to shave it. Was he really? Yeah. Have you never read his book? It's fascinating. I've heard it's really good and I don't think I've ever got around to reading it. It's, it's really good. I and, know that at the, one stage he took meth and cleaned his house. Oh, after getting <laughs> furious watching Matt LeBlanc kiss Brooke Shields. Like, what a great sentence. He, um, it is so beautifully written. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, so the person, and he said, uh, he says in the acknowledgements that he wanted to put this guy's uh, name on the cover, but due to legal, blah, 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 blah. But he mentions that uh, there's, a, there's beautiful repetition use like you know he'll talk about man you've got to read it anyway i won't tell you but he hates boris becker that's a fucking great story oh. boris becker trying to make eyes at brooke shields while they're playing against each other in the u.s open well God. boris becker was a dirty little cupboard fucker too right yes because that was what you'd hear like boris didn't he knock someone he, he, up in a cupboard at in a, a cupboard. restaurant or something yes yes harry potter right he, he fucked Harry Potter. In a, if I'm remembering this correctly, yes. he went into a cupboard where Harry Potter was living, yeah. showed him his magic wand. Had some Turkish delight right. <laughs> as we mix our fantasies. And, <laughs> and bam. And boom, boom. Getting his nickname right. There was a little Becca. Uh, so, so, so with uh, the, the thing I would like to, I would still like to keep hair because I love my hairdresser and I love hanging out with her and right. I catch up with her twelve times a year. So I would hate to uh, keep your hair so you can keep your relationship. So with I can your keep hairdresser. hanging out with her because she's cool. Uh, so that's why I've started to eat less because I've also known that if I kept eating the way I was going to eat, there was no way I was going to be able to do enough exercise to to keep it 
keep it down. I know. I know. So, what you mean. so that's kind of physically what I've been planning for. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, like I've written uh, my first manuscript and uh, hopefully that'll get picked up. Even if it doesn't, I'll write another one. I'll just start writing. So then hopefully uh, as I get to a stage where I, I don't want to do some of those gigs, right. hopefully I'm supplementing my income, doing what I always wanted to do, which was also write novels. So uh-huh. hopefully by 50, there's a few under my belt. That's pretty good. Okay, 60. Uh, 60, I would like to think that uh, I... I I would say that I've probably given up performing by that stage. I think. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about given up entertaining. No, 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 no. I think I will still. Uh, I think I will be well into my Sergeant Pepper's Beatles years, right. where I will be hopefully, hopefully own a place and uh, have set myself up that I can keep creating heaps of things, but just send them off into the ether. Right. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you look like? At age 60. I'm a bit disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't quite held together like I was hoping. I think I I I get to 50 all right. Right. I think I've got 10 years left of, look, let's not talk it up, but some ladies finding me to be devilishly handsome. (laughs) Anyway, I could even say that with a straight face. So, um, but I reckon by 60, I am. Right. I'm I'm that old guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's that's my fear anyway. What about uh, energy-wise? What do you think you're um, – like, what are you giving off? Are you happy? Are you bitter? Yeah. Are you drunk? No. Are, you, no, like, I, are you sober? I'm sober. Oh, uh, really? Well, I don't – yeah, I barely drink anymore. Yeah, but – yeah, but, like, that comes and goes. No. Oh, do you think you're gone. done with it? I don't think I'm done with it. Like, I'll have a drink, but – Yeah, I, but, I just... like, you think you're done with, like, being a drinker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you don't I'm think done. there'll be a period where you get back into it? No. Nah. I've got back into it. Yeah. Since my car got stolen, I'm like, I'm, I've had four this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking five seventeen. It's ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, <laughs> but no, since, since you my it car up. got stolen, I'm like, I don't have to drive anywhere. Why would yeah. I not drink? Yes, I can do my job drunk. Mm. But like, but but I wouldn't have thought like two years ago or three years ago I'd be drinking at the level I'm drinking at now. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm probably actually drinking too much at the moment. You could go professional, but, but I could. I think I'm pretty sure that I can still stop. Yeah. Like that's the thing. That's the point I'm at at the moment. I'm just actually enjoying drinking and I'm enjoying like, you know, but, but I imagine that I'll go through another period where I don't and then I might get back into it again. So, yeah. so you think you might be done with. I think I'll be done. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. So then by 70, I reckon I'll have leveled out. Like 60 will be a bit, oh, he just, you know, he couldn't hold it back. But 70, I reckon I'll be, uh, I think I'll be looking much better. Than the paranoia that I'm feeling. Oh, okay. I reckon I'll be. I reckon I'll be looking at every stool, thinking, "What is that?" No, you had capsicum. Uh, and for I, a minute, I didn't realize you were talking about your own shit. Right. Like I was like, I know you don't like that kind of talk, so I went the most polite word. No, possible. I appreciate that, but you lost me. I yes. was like, "You're an IKEA." Yes. And you're like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I have crap IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I see that they are making something that you suggested for years. Yes. Like for years, and maybe even on this podcast, but certainly in uh, you know, conversations we've had. Yeah. You've always said that my favorite comic book character, Daredevil, yeah. uh, would make like a a shield style yeah. or like a wire style, you know, sort of television series. Right. And uh, I've always thought he's... he's- He's too interesting a character with too many 
interesting aspects to his life that if you turn it into a movie, you're going to have to drop bits. Plus, you're going to have to, like, what they did with that other movie was, you know, like, the origin story isn't the most interesting of origin stories. No. He's more interesting as a character, the idea of him, like, you know, being this lawyer. Yep. And, like, balancing being the lawyer with being, you know, daredevil and all the things that come with that. Like, there's actually much, and, like, that idea that you could explore that episodically rather than you know, just have to tell one story. It actually yeah. makes a lot more sense. You know, the one thing that I think they nailed in that movie, which I really liked a lot, was uh, very early on, you see Nothing, him, I can't remember No, anything. no, this was a really good touch and it actually gave me confidence early on was that he was all scarred. Right. And it was like, oh, you've got this. And then it was like, oh, whoa, no, 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 no. What, you got that? Yeah. So this was, uh, I always thought it should be like a, a superhero version of The Wire. And yep. this is how I thought it should start. The very first episode should be uh, with the Kingpin, who yep. is the main villain, who is, uh, you know, underworld uh, in charge of everything. And he's talking to his, the people that work for him who are all in suits, sunglasses at a, at a, at a desk. Uh, it's quite bright and they're quite clearly... In a, in a tall building and the sun is coming through the window. So, it's all quite bright. Okay. And uh, he's saying that, uh, and the kingpin is furious and he's saying to his henchmen, you know, I want him dead. I want this guy dealt with. He is ruining us. And it, while he's having this speech, it's cutting to uh, pictures of, of, of dead, of, like, you know, being pun- uh, punching someone or then something, someone else being taken out. And it keeps going, going, going until finally the, the kingpin turns around and throws the newspaper on the table and says, I want Matt Murdock dead. Cut to Matt Murdock coming out of court, having just won another case where he's uh, helped to defend someone against one of the kingpin's uh, men. I love it, except that I don't think you should see Daredevil in those things. It oh, should you, be like... You don't see him properly. No, it's you like see the... Right, exactly. Stuff. Yeah. You see the shit that's happening to the other people, yeah. but you just kind of glimpse. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. I'm excited by it. I hope yeah. that... Yeah. And then, you know, you could do... You know, you could do... You can go as far as doing taps and, you know, that kind of stuff. You keep it fairly grounded in its first season, uh, and then you kind of build it up slowly, but then eventually you end up with ninjas and that will be awesome. Right. You you don't blow the ninja load early. I've said that often. (laughs) (laughs) You really, you give a, you give a hint of ninja in season three and then a couple of ninjas in season four and then the ninjas. You give a courtesy ninja in season four. Just a courtesy. (laughs) Just so they know. Just that come season five, it's going to be nonstop ninja. Chock full of ninja. (laughs) How good would that be? So who, who are you hoping for? Oh no! I haven't really thought about that far. I'm like I don't like to get my hopes up after the last time. I, like it's it's like I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. My heart's hardened. I'm never going to yep. love again. You know, but I'm wow. but I'm also open to love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's that it's that thing. It like I'm I'm not giving it away easy. Yeah, I'll just wait and see. I, and if I'm if I'm disappointed, then that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay. I've already been disappointed. I've been hurt before. I'll get through it. Well, I reckon. Okay. Well, let me throw this out. Okay. I reckon he should be a little bit older. But I think Daredevil shouldn't be. Uh, I don't think he should be a young man. I think he should be a, an older, uh, established man who has been who's in great condition and has seen a lot and dealt with a lot. Walter Matthau. You read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we are complete. <laughs> I want them to excuse Walter Mather as the Daredevil. Corpse. And and as Daredevil, the corpse of Walter <laughs> Mather. Oh, my God. Well, still, he'll probably be better than Affleck. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would I would hazard a guess that there would not be a Twitter meltdown over that. Can you imagine uh, poor fucking Ben Affleck? Can you imagine poor Ben Affleck if like when they do lists in the future and people are like, Who's your favorite daredevil? Well, for me it was the exhumed corpse Corp. of a Walter Matthau. And who's second? Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> only two could play him. No, I was gonna throw this one at you. Okay. Eric Stoltz. Oh. Oh, I mean, he's got the right hair colour. Yeah, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. He's got some swagger. You need someone who can play some swagger. Don't you think... I'd believe him in sunglasses. It's got to be Caruso, right? Like, Caruso? Like, if you're going for that era, it's got to how... be Caruso. But I don't know how Caruso I mean, would look in I he would take the, the sunglasses down yeah. and then deliver witty lines. Yeah, Ed tried to get them through the mask. <laughs> He's got them underneath. It's like, oh, it gets caught on the eye. Uh, hang on. Just wait a second. But Caruso, like, I mean, he's uh, Caruso's got to be, what, the same age as Stoltz, right? Yeah, I don't reckon he'd look good in the uh, in the Daredevil suit. Yeah, I reckon but how's Stoltz, Stoltz looking good in the suit more uh, than Caruso? Cause They're Stoltz, both in good nick. Nah, Stoltz is a better looking you man than Eric Caruso. You think Stoltz is better looking than David Caruso? I'll put my, my life on the line to really? defend that. I'm going to do a fucking Stoltz and Caruso, like... Uh, Jesus I'm Christ. I'm going to Google some shit and find out who's... <laughs> All right, well, we'll go with yours first. We'll go with Stoltz. Yeah, definitely go right. with Stoltz. Okay, let's go with Stoltz I first. I don't think though. you even need to look up the Caruso. All right, bit. here we go. Eric Stoltz. Uh, okay, so Eric Stoltz is born September 30, 1961. All right, okay. Now I'm going to look up David Caruso as Justin comes around the table so that he can... Oh, maybe he's a bit too... Oh, no, maybe he's a bit too old. Hang on. So, Caruso is born in 1956. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, Stoltz has got... Okay, you know what? Okay, Caruso is balding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that I look at him in that boat, in that, yeah, okay, he's too old. He's too old. All right, okay. But You're Stoltz. Right. Okay, we can get Stoltz. Yeah, okay, Stoltz. Thank yeah, you. all right. That's a, that's, a, that's a movie actor in a TV series. That's always a good thing. Yeah, no, I reckon Stoltz could do it. You're right. But how old is he? He's 52 years old. Is that That's too old, isn't it? But I reckon he'd be in good enough Nick to play 44. <laughs> Don't you think? I think it could pass for 44. I mean, they could tell, like, one of those, if they wanted to tell a really cool uh, Daredevil story. Because yep. I've been dipping back into Daredevil a bit recently, and they've been telling a lot of those sort of, like, you know, the end of Daredevil sort of stories. And, oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's been quite interesting. If you wanted to dip in, you really could, instead of doing what everyone's doing at the moment, sort of doing gritty reboots, mm-hmm. you could do a gritty forward boot. <laughs> right. No, in that, like, you could join the story quite late in it. Yes. Like, you oh, know, I think he's I th- been Daredevil for years, he's been Matt Murdock for years, but yes. it's getting to the point where those things are starting to fall apart. Yeah. And you start the story there. Yeah. Rather than having the good times. Like, you started at that point where he's barely holding those two lives and those two yes. stories, and he already has a past. Matt Murdock. And shit's already gone wrong. Yes. And he's already lost people. And yes. Yeah, that's not a bad place. And then you can just take your time telling the story. Yeah. Because you could tell a lot of it in flashback oh, you, you through know. this guy who's like, you know, living through this momentous thing. Yeah. Also, just All right, I like let, it. let's just have some good writers and do it through dialogue. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. Like, like throw, you know, like throw away comments. Like, remember in uh, the, the Star Wars films, the, some of the things that got you the most excited were the throwaway comments oh that God. made that suggested all these things. And that's the same in Doctor Who, you know, like they were the throwaway comment there where you think, oh, my God, what was that planet made of diamonds? Right. So you do it that way as well. And I reckon you get David Simon in and really fucking make it difficult to enjoy the first three episodes, but if you stick with it, it'll 
pay you back. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, one of the constant uh, themes through uh, Daredevil is always that idea that they're always selling sort of superhero drugs. Yeah. You know, and so it's like one of those things where you could actually do a take on that. Yeah. That was, that worked. Yeah. You know, I could see that working. Yeah. Like guys slinging in the street and him having to fight crimes, but also representing those sort of people and telling the stories from all the different angles. Yeah. One season's from the perspective of the lawyers. Yeah. One season's from the perspectives of the criminals. Yes. One season's from the from the kingpin. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, this is a really good idea. Yeah. Let's call Stoltz. Yes. Do you have any way we can contact Eric Stoltz? <laughs> oh, my Lord. This is- can we do six degrees of Eric Stoltz? Um, Do we know? Okay, okay, let's actually look. See if we can, if in six degrees we can get to Eric Stoltz. Let's look at a filmography yeah. or something like that and see if we can think of anyone that we know that might have worked with the Stoltz. All right. <laughs> uh, so, I hope that he's called the Stoltz. The Stoltz. Uh, hang on, I'm going to come around. Okay, you can, you can come around here while we do this. It was in Jerry Maguire. That seems like something that we might know people oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know. We've already got a connection. Okay, who's that? Uh, the, the, the girl. You've interviewed her. Oh, Renee Zellweger. Yes. And she thought like you looked a little bit like... A young Paul McCartney. Yes. We had a flirty moment. She did. We literally, it. yeah, we are, this is true. I know. Re- me and Renee Zellweger alone in a hotel room. Yes. Having a flirty moment where she said that she was attracted to uh, Paul McCartney and then she told me that I looked like a young Paul McCartney. Yes. Oh, Zellweger. Zellweger. Oh my God, well there you go. And she I date- call up Renee. I say, hey Renee. And she daughter- <laughs> Don't walk away, Renee. <laughs> Don't walk away. It's me, young Paul. <laughs> Young Maccas. <laughs> Yahoo Sirius is back. <laughs> In Young Maccas. <laughs> Young Maccas. It's a story of Paul McCartney working at McDonald's. <laughs> Young Maccas. Going soon. <laughs> I just want to write songs. <laughs> Before anyone believes in him. <laughs> One day sells John Lennon a soft cone. <laughs> uh, okay, so, okay so, we, uh, so I ring up uh, Renee Rennie Zed. Yep. She and- also dated Clooney, so I'll ring Clooney's. Right. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get uh, Stoltz online. Yes. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. And I like it. My phone's beeping in the background because I turned it on in between. So I'm going to see if while we're talking, I can go over to my phone and turn yes. it off again. What a team! Because there is a possibility that I was meant to be having, uh, I was meant to be having uh, a drink with my boss at the ABC tonight. Right. But uh, I believe you- that has been cancelled. Okay. So you. So I check? just want to check that that isn't them saying no, 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 no. It's back on, and that is not them saying no, 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 no. It is back on. So. Right. Yay. Yay. No dinner with the boss. Uh, do you like the... So you, uh, are you into the uh, the four TV series that so go into... No. So here's the thing. Like everyone sent me links to these articles. Right. Uh, this is the lovely thing about having a podcast is every time you talk about something, people assume you're actually into that thing. Yes. Uh, people send me a lot of links to stories about Kesha having ghosts in her vagina. <laughs> a lot. Are you saying you're not into that? Well, we've just... I mean, uh, you know what? Anyway, I'll Google that. Because people did send me links to Kesha. All right, I'm going to... Because we do have talked about Kesha a bit on the podcast before and how she thought she had sex with a ghost at one stage. Yeah, right. So now um, she thinks she has a haunted vagina, I believe, was the link. So That would be awkward. 
Especially, what do you mean? well, it would depend on what kind of. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me explain. Uh, <laughs> but it would kind of depend on what you had uh, haunting your vagina. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, do you, do you want the paranormal like, activity okay. thing or going on? Casper the Friendly Ghost. Casper the Friendly Ghost would be fine. I'd like Patrick Swayze <laughs> from Ghosts. <laughs> He's uh, good with his hands. It's <laughs> 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 what he did to that potter's wheel. <laughs> yeah, because I like pottery. That's why. Yeah, I'd like Leslie Nielsen. Uh, Kesha has always been a bit different. But now she reckons the ghost she had sexy experiences with has got her stuck. Right. Right. There's nothing that you're going to see there. That's just her there. Right. So, uh, okay. So, this is a continue of the story. So, oh, hang on. Whoops. Oh, hang on. oh no, God. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. I can't pay for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So that's why I was trying to talk over the top. Someone's going to back mask it. <laughs> Uh, Kesha has always been a bit different. So this is uh, so we spoke previously, previously on Fofa. Uh, we spoke about the fact, Dave Anthony and I, that uh, Kesha believed she had had sex with a ghost. Right. So that brings you up to date with what you need to know. Yes. Uh, Kesha's always been a bit different, but now she reckons the ghost she had sexy experiences with has got stuck. Uh Stuck in her vagina. In her vagina. Oh, my Lord. So, she was having ghost sex. Right. And then the... I mean... That is one I don't of- want to comment on, like, the size or state of Kesha's vagina. But if you're getting no. random ghosts stuck in your vagina, then yeah. maybe... Let's put on some pants. That she must. That must make her the most beautiful woman in the world, if that's what's what happening. Mean? If she's able to bring people back from the other side... With the power of her beauty. Do you think? Yeah, I, I think that it's might more be. like she opens a leg and you hear, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you kids. <laughs> Bats fly out. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh. Right. So, uh, yes, that's right. The TikTok singer... I'm not sure what that song is. Who talked last year about her steamy supernatural encounters reckons her ghostly lover may have got stuck on her um oh stuck on her um TikTok. See they've used the the word TikTok to mean her vagina. Her vagina, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> I'm not sure if someone said, like, can you put your cock in your TikTok? Yeah, I wouldn't be into that. I'm not sure I'd be into that. No, I fucked a metronome once. Right. (laughs) You fuck one metronome and then for forevermore, someone's asking you to put your cock in their TikTok. Yeah, on time. Uh, To the beat. Maybe she needs to get Ghostbusters on the scene. Okay. All right. Wow, this is a good Uh, article. She said to Jimmy Kimmel, "Uh, so I was told I had dead people living in me. Oh, my Lord. That's terrifying. That is not something you just say to Jimmy Kimmel. That's something you say to an exorcist. <laughs> Do you know what actually happened? This is the weird thing. Is that she was uh, having her regular checkup at the gynecologist, as you should. As you should. gynecologist and men go and you know, consult your doctor about your prostate health. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, as she was doing it, uh, weirdly enough, she was doing it on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yes, that is. In front of Man's Shadow Theatre. Oh, Lord. She was asking a dollar a peak. And um, <laughs> Haley Joel Osment walked past. Oh my lord! And he looked in and he said, "I see dead people." Oh my god, that is terrifying. I know. And Bruce Willis popped out. <laughs> G'day. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so she told Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, she was told she had dead people living in him. So I called. Who did you call, Justin? Who did you call? Who who are you gonna call? If you have a ghost in your vagina, who are you gonna call? Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> or Doctor Phil. 
Uh, she called her hypnotherapist. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't know I, would, I didn't know them. Right. Uh, she called a hypnotherapist. So then she said she had to exercise my body. Right. So Kesha's rung a hypnotherapist who's just like, I mean, this hypnotherapist must be loving it. Yes. Not only are they doing something that, you know, is, you know, made up at best. No, actually, I've been to hypnotherapy. It stopped yeah. me biting my fingernails for a little while. Yeah. And then I started again. I think, I, I think, think if, it does work if you, I think if you if buy gone, into it. Right. And I think if I'd gone back, and I've been hypnotized, stage hypnotized, so I'm not actually yeah. that skip, skeptical about it. You're actually but hypnotized bet, at the moment. <laughs> oh I didn't God. want to say anything. Now you're freaking me out. <laughs> Should not have looked into Kesha's vagina just before this show. <laughs> you know, you read the warnings. <laughs> she said, put your cock in my TikTok. And then I stared into her TikTok and it was like, tick, talk, tick, talk. And she's like, you're getting sleepy. Tick, talk, tick, talk. You're getting sleepy. And then I like fell asleep. Yeah. In, 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 the, in the middle of REM's drive. Very random uh, if you know how that song goes. Love it, people. Um, so... <laughs> Her hypnotherapist uh, has got the, four, the call from Kesha. I don't know if her hypnotherapist on her phone has put Kesha in with the dollar sign, but <laughs> I'm sure she has <laughs> without realising that Kesha does that. <laughs> she smells it with three dollar signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's only one. <laughs> oh, no, Kesha, you've got a haunted vagina. <laughs> you better come in immediately. Write me a check. <laughs> You better pay for my kids' tuition. I mean, come in immediately. <laughs> yeah, so the hypnotherapist said she has to exercise her body. Yeah. Right. Uh, so four hours later, she walks out. She's worked up a sweat, still has a haunted vagina. She's furious, rereads the note. Oh, <laughs> oh exercise right. my vagina. Uh, okay. So then she's got a ghost meter to read it. Oh, man. Now, look, if you're a ghost meter, right, here's the thing. This is the best day on the job ever. And the rest of your life is going to be chasing that. That that moment where you get the call that Kesha says, oh, look, I need you to read my vagina. There might be ghosts in there. And he says, excuse me? <laughs> on the first day of being a ghost meter reader, um, people are like, it must be like non-stop Kesha vagina calls, right, guys? Yeah. No, no. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. It's like the perfect storm. Yeah. You're not the worst. It's like Bodie and uh, Point Break. You're always yeah. looking for that time where Kesha rings. You've got to be on call 24-7 in, Kesh, in case you, Kesha's vagina gets haunted. You know what the worst thing is? What? That kid had been a ghost meter for six weeks. What? Six fucking weeks. Six weeks. I've been doing this for 24 years. years. Never never looked up Kesha's vagina once. You know what I've looked up? What? Madonna's annex. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> wasn't too bad. Uh, so... They got a ghost meter to read it, and it just beeped at her vagina. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> I bet it did. That might have just been because it was traffic. <laughs> Let us in. <laughs> oh, that's the beep that you heard. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Merge. I, I had Billy Ocean's beep, beep, yeah, in my head. Oh. Right, get out of my vagina, get into my car. car. <laughs> like, literally, will you please? <laughs> i got to drive. <laughs> it's really hard with all of you dead people I in so there. wish I could call this episode, get out of my vagina, get into my car, but I can't because iTunes won't like that. Uh, all right. It seemed to be accurate, says Kesha, continues Kesha, um, because I have been going through a dry spell. Okay, well, like, I take back my comments. I'm sorry, Kesha. I, I think that... Partly my joke that I was making there, like it, it fell under the category of slut shaming. 
And right. I'm not a slut shamer. No. I think that people should be happy and proud and, you know, whatever their sexuality, whatever it is. And yep. if they want to express that in a way that doesn't hurt other people, I'm totally up for that. So I shouldn't sure. have slut shamed Kesha. I thought because she was on national television talking about a haunted vagina yep. that perhaps she had opened that door. Yeah. But you know what? What? I implied that there was so much traffic into her vagina. Oh, right. That there was... Yeah, it was congestion and there was beeping. I, but instead, it's the opposite. I there's thought no, there's no, there's no beeping. It's not like yeah. there was an e tag. Yeah, it's not like there was a toll. And every time no. you go in, it beeps. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wrong. I went the wrong way. Wrong well, way. Go back. Also, you. I thought you were just talking about the dead people. I didn't think we were talking about the the real people. actual people. Yeah. So that's not slut shaming. It's ghost slut shaming. But, no, but she said that she's got heaps in there. Right, okay. So we're going off her evidence. Right. I need to point out I'm not into slut shaming. That's what I just want to say. No, definitely. Right. But I'm also pointing out that we're talking about dead people that don't exist. I'm into slut shaming. You're into slushies? <laughs> I'm into slushies. <laughs> yeah, I'm into slushies. Yeah, what I'd like to say is I'm not into slut shaming, but I'm into slushies. Yeah, I'm into slushy shaming. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's eating a slushy. It's full of sugar and it'll make your head hurt from the cold. <laughs> Uh, the body isn't designed to have that much liquid in it at one time. <laughs> Look at those guys. They're so into the slushy shaming. I don't like them. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. I should not have drunk so much during the day. Uh, all right. It seemed to have been accurate because I've been going through a dry spell and it was like beeping around and it all makes sense now. There you go. So does she think that the ghosts in her vagina are scaring off Anybody from wanting to date her? Oh, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because could you imagine I'm lying into her and then you, you know, sexy time happens right. and then you get a boop. Yeah, no. I'd be out of there. Right, you don't want that. I would be out of there. I'd set up a video camera. Yeah. Like paranormal activity. Without a doubt. And I would monitor it. Yeah. Officer. <laughs> That's how you explain it. Well, I heard that she you had ghosts. You say paranormal activity, right? I heard that she had ghosts in her vagina, so I set up all those cameras in her house to try and catch it. Why am I the bad guy? Kesh is the, the first person who could release her sex tape as a horror movie. As a horror movie. Don't get, wait a minute. When's Kesh's sex tape coming out? Halloween. <laughs> I have seen the Tommy Lee Jones and Pamela Anderson one. That was pretty scary. Oh, man. That was like snakes on a boat. <laughs> Snakes on an icon. <laughs> we could we could re-release it. Snakes on an icon. All right, uh, we can finish up, and we can eat something. Oh, I am pretty That'd hungry. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry too. Yeah. So, um, uh, what should we eat? I'm pretty up for maybe anything. Right. Uh, maybe maybe Thai. Thai? Yeah. Oh, interesting. In Melbourne. We're on uh, Chapel Street in South Yarra. There's mm. a range of restaurants down yeah. Chapel Street. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? There's that... Um... Oh, okay. Well, well, this is probably an off-air conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Ring in now and let us know. Where do you think we should eat? We will go back in time and eat there. <laughs> we will just eat that. Actually, just I would love to see it Halloween next year. By the way, someone should dress as one of Kesha's vagina ghosts. Yes, like that is something that would be very funny if you were like, "Oh, yeah, I'm the ghost from Kesha's vagina." Yeah, and you just look like a normal ghost. <laughs> you just got the sheet on. <laughs> you made no effort. <laughs> what you think I'd look different? 
<laughs> is what that ghost would say. Uh, Justin Hamilton, you have a TV uh, pilot, but it's it is a, it's a TV show. So this is yeah. like say we made the pilot. Yes, as a pilot, and sometimes pilots just get shown to people, and they go say this will be a, a you know TV show or not. Yeah, and sometimes uh, they show the pilot on air. Yeah, like they did with the Seinfeld pilot to see if people like it. Yeah, and then uh, you know they'll they'll see if they commission it to be a TV show. So. Yeah. Rove and myself did your show. Yes. Uh, what's it called? When's it on? It's called Stand Up, Sit Down. It's uh, pretty much a spin-off from my podcast, Can You Take This Photo, Please, where I interview comedians. And uh, with this one, I'll interview two people at a time that have uh, not only, like the three of us would have some sort of connection uh, and, and friendship. So uh, the first one is on the, second, uh, the 6th of December at 9 o'clock on the Comedy Channel. So if heaps of people watch that. Yes. Like encourage your mates who have Foxtel, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like get them to IQ it. Like if they have IQ, yeah. That all that counts. Yeah. Like anyone who's watching it on that night. Yeah. The more the more people it has, and Foxtel is one of those things where you can actually affect the numbers. Yeah. If we found five or ten thousand people, yeah. Like it could make it the difference between it being a thing that like a bunch of people watch and being like a, a you know a big deal on it on that channel. So spread yeah. the word. Make sure people know about it. Um, and then you know because then we'll make heaps more. Right, and then we'll have lots of different people hanging out that we'll talk to, and uh, and then I will have uh, some sweet income that will allow me to keep making free stuff. Right, like the podcasts, exactly, like the blogs, exactly. I do a lot of free stuff. Right, I'm not. I don't need much, but I know I love you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll do any. I'll do anything to get you to tune in. <laughs> And uh, if people in Sydney want to see you live, they can do that uh, at the Sydney Comedy Store. On the 29th of November. And the Shelf? The Shelf is uh, the 18th and 25th of November, 2nd of December uh, at the Toffin Town uh, in Melbourne. And uh, massive lineups, amazing comics. It's the best. Oh, yeah. It is my favourite gig in Australia. I'm so sad to have missed the last two seasons. I'm away for this one as well. I'll be at... Uh, uh, Largo doing the ATC, the All Things Comedy Show, on November the 20th with Dave Anthony and Bill Burr and uh, a bunch of other funny people. And I'm also doing Set List on the 23rd in Santa Barbara. And I'll put all the dates on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Justin, let us go and eat something. And then yes. we will come back and pretend it's a different time and record do another, another one. one. Great. Great. <laughs>